Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, and welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And hey, welcome to the show. We appreciate you joining, whether you're watching or listening. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the benefits of using a foam roller. For those of you who have never done that, uh, you're mm -hmm. in for a treat. Uh, maybe a little bit of pain, right, Armin? Maybe. Uh, but also, uh, in the second part of the show, we're going to be talking about other myofascial release devices and what you need to know about taking zinc. Uh, zinc's really important for your supplementation. And, uh, you know, you see it a lot out there right now, Armin, uh, especially in if you're getting sick, take zinc, right? But if, there's a lot more to it than that. So we'll get into that. Uh, right. Armin, another great show, man. You keep just rolling them out here. Well, I'm doing what I can, so I just uh, you know, try to get creative a lot of times, but this is something I've had to do for myself, and so I thought, well, I haven't really talked about it on this show. We've done it on the Reality Fitness Show, but we haven't really done it here, so I kind of did a little more research and decided, oh, let's just go ahead and address that one. Okay. <laughs> well, you're right. We did talk about it on Reality Fitness before, and from what I remember going back, because it's been a while, uh, it... it Using a foam roller was a way to deal with sore muscles. Is that right? Well, that and, and tight muscles and other, um, you know, different kind of muscle pain. So, okay. yeah. I mean, you know, if you're training hard, bottom line is if you're doing that, then you're going to get some muscle soreness. Okay. Right. And then the muscles are going to tend to knot up depending on how extreme you're going because I've been through it. Um, and so it, there'll be some problems if you don't address them. So the, the roller does help to prevent a lot of those things from happening. But if they do happen, you can use the roller to help fix them, which is always good. Well, I know that um, you said it could cause problems, and I'm kind of curious, what kind of problems? <laughs> well, for example, for myself, one of the things um, that I started to notice is before I even started using a roller, uh, at all is I was having, I don't know, it was probably about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. I was having knee problems and, uh, and it kind of came out of nowhere. And so when that happened, I was like, well, okay, what could be causing this? Cause I was always pretty cautious and doing great form and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I also was training really heavy. I'm doing heavy leg presses, heavy squats. Uh, I mean, heavy leg extensions. And I started getting on both sides of my knees, just the, these tightness, a lot of tightness, especially when I got up and got down uh, and some, some aggravating. It wasn't really sharp pain, but it was like just uh, annoying as hell, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. achiness. Um, so then I started investigating, well, what could be causing this and started talking to other people. And then I started learning about the use of a foam roller and so one of the suggested movements was to roll your IT band, which is illotibial band is no mm -hmm. name for it. But um, if you roll that, if it, if they get, if the IT band gets tight, it causes your uh, ligaments on your knee to pull. 
And I thought, well, hmm. you know what? Let me uh, let me try that. And so that's kind of one, one of the ways I got started on it. <laughs> uh, so what happened? <laughs> all right. So, like, first of all, I had to do some research on how you use a roller just mm-hmm. to make sure I was doing it properly. And so there's and there's a lot of ways to use a roller. Right. Uh, but yeah. one of the things that's really important is you have to hold the position on what they call a hot spot. So like a lot of people use a foam roller, they're just going to roll back and forth. That will help loosen some tissue up. But the first thing you got to understand before you use a roller is you need to be hot and sweaty or actually got done doing some training to use it because you want the tissues oh. to be real pliable and, and you know have a lot of blood flow. And so the ideal way, which I didn't do in the beginning. <laughs> so when okay. you don't do it that way, it hurts like unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> then after I started realizing, okay, if I did this afterwards, you know, how much better would it be? So I did it wrong in the beginning. I did it cold. And so when I first laid my side of my leg where the IT band is, it's on, on the side. When I first laid onto it, it was like somebody stabbed me in the leg. I mean, oh it was just, just unbelievable pain. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. But that also told me there's a problem. Right. So right. it took me doing it the wrong way. Okay. It took, cause I did it right before I would train, uh, which I also noticed in training, it, you know, I could feel it. My knees felt better, but anyways, I was doing it before I was training, um, on my leg day. Uh, and then I was doing it on the off day too. But, um, every time I, I I'd roll on the spot, I mean, it just, I had to, you have to hold it for about 30 seconds. Uh, and if you hold over 30 seconds, what happens is the, the, there's big knots that are on that IT band that accumulate over time. You've got to press those knots out to loosen the fascia up so you get blood flow in there. So it helps loosen everything. Mm-hmm. So I get on these knots and I mean, it's just excruciating pain, but I would, I'd sit there and hold it for what it recommended was 30 seconds or, or, or so. And then I'm busting into a huge sweat. You know, just just laying on a roller. I mean, I'm just sweating for right, right. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? But at the end of the day, after about two weeks of just gutting through it, I was able to, you know, I noticed I was getting it was getting easier. You know, I'd roll and I wouldn't have any, any pain. And all of a sudden I find the right. hot spot. I'm like, oh, there, was, there it is. But after two weeks of rolling both sides, which took a long time, I spent about 10 minutes a day doing it. All of a sudden, one day I started rolling, there was no pain on either side nothing wow. I'm like, wow so that was an eye-opener and then at the end of the day uh, all the knee pain was gone i didn't have anything so like i'm i'm right back where i wanted to be and the funny thing is after i did that and got through it i haven't had any problems since every now and then if i feel a little tightness in my knee i'll go ahead and roll the it band i'll find a couple spots mm-hmm. but it, it was years of buildup that occurred for me so wow. but yeah it was about 10 years ago and i was like gee many See the whole visual of the roller. I'm thinking of a paint roller, or I'm thinking of those uh, yeah. rollers that they have in you know the stores in the mall with the wooden handle with the four little yeah. little. Wi- th- yeah, it's not like that, right? <laughs> no, they, but they have different sizes. You know, they come in like the foam roller. You're gonna have uh-huh. it in different sizes, like 18 inch, and you got a 36 inch, you know, three foot. Oh. And then they have them with knobs knobs on them and stuff. Now, when I was doing it, they were all pretty much just pure foam and smooth but they have a lot of different versions of it now right but they, right. they are they are extremely effective <clears throat> interesting so so were there some other areas that you were able to use it to find some relief too yeah so what you there's 
when you get a foam roller, you can look up, you know, like YouTube videos or like with my clients I already have stuff in place to provide to them, but there's mm -hmm. demonstration videos on how to roll every muscle group, pretty much your lats, your glutes, you know, your hamstrings, your quads, your calves. I mean, all of it. So you can use it for all different areas where you're, you're having a prop. Now you, if you don't, if you want to use it without having a problem, that's fine too. Uh, but you know, for me, it's like I just use it for the places I had a problem with, and it, it did help them clear them up pretty quickly. But again, I want to make sure I was good and warmed up before I started using it. So, uh, and there's a lot of different devices out there now, which is uh, pretty handy. So, gotcha. Is this something you have to do all the time, or like when you experience pain? I mean, yeah, I'm sure everybody's wondering, like, okay, so I don't have what have Ar Armin happen with his knees. Is there a certain time frame that you should be doing this? Well, I think it kind of depends on what you're doing. Like if you ever pay attention to the drills they do in an NFL game, you'll see a lot of guys using rollers out there on the field because uh, they're getting warmed up and they want to make sure they don't have any knots and stuff. So that's why pro football players use it a lot. Just make sure they don't have those there because that's going to make them more efficient uh, and they have that flexibility that they need. Mm -hmm. So you could do it all the time if you want, but it's a matter of time. You know, it's been how much right. time you want to spend. So I just use it, you know, when I have a problem, I whip it out and get right on it. Uh -huh. So that's how I use it because I'm okay. typically pressed for time. And it's one of those things that you kind of look at and you rationalize, well, I'll do that later, which later never happens either. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a personal right, preference. Right. So, yeah. Well, they, I know they have a lot of things other than a foam roller that are out now. Yeah, I've seen some other myofacial release stuff like, you know, the balls that they use. Now they have that, that, you know, they have the pulsating gun, gun right? You know, they have that. What are your thoughts on some of these other options that are out there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so my experience has been mostly with the roller itself. Now, my brother, he loves the, the, the gun. Really? Uh, he, okay. he, he uses it all the time, you know, and it, it you know, I'm sure it works really well, but he loves it. He's a nurse. And so he uses it all the time. Then the, I just bought what's called hmm. the meteor ball. And the okay. meteor ball is a little round ball like this. And what it does, it heats up, which is, it gets pretty nice and hot. And then it also vibrates. So you have different vibration uh, settings on it. Okay. So you can just, if you got an air like your neck, that's really good for the neck. Cause I had a you know bad stiff neck from a trap that got a little injured. So mm -hmm. I just, I turn it on after it's got nice and hot and then put it on. So that didn't have to be warmed up by using that device because it's already hot. So there's a little difference with using it. Nice. Um, hmm. And I found, I found the, the meter on Shark Tank is when I learned about it. So, you know, so I'm going to try that and it does work. So, but you can, it's, it's really firm. So it's about the size of a little bit bigger than a softball, but it is very effective. So that's okay. one tool in the guns, the other one. And then the one I just got recently on top of that, that I also saw on Shark Tank was called the Chirp Roller. And then the okay. chirp roller is pretty cool um, because it's designed to work the middle of your back and it has a little groove in it in the roller. So that groove in the roller is where your spine would go. And if you want to snap your back really good, like you do at a chiropractor, this thing is really good for that. Really? They have different, huh. Yeah, they have different sizes that you can use. But I was pretty impressed because you can roll all the way down to your spine with it versus a foam roller, you really don't want to do that because it can irritate your lower back. 
because I've right, done that. Right. And you got to be kind of careful the formula how low you go because it is a firm device and it does put pressure on mm-hmm. things. But the chirp device, uh, because you, your spine fits into the groove, you can roll all the way down to your hips actually. Well, to the where the glutes connect to the hips and get, still get some uh, effect from it. And then you can roll it all the way almost to the neck. You know, wow. they have a smaller one they use for the neck in general. But uh, yeah, these devices, um, I was pretty surprised by all of them. Uh, hmm. So they're getting better and better at it. And I, you know, I recommend if you haven't tried them, you know, give it a shot. But, um, you know, uh, that, that that's what I'm familiar with at this point. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are kind of curious of the cost of some of them because you say they work. So yeah, uh, can you offer us a little information with that? like on a foam roller you're you're probably looking at twenty dollars and or or more generally um but then these other devices like the the meteor and the the, the trip device was for the one 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 size was only a forty forty some dollars so that was pretty okay. reasonable the meteor though was about a hundred and some dollars so okay. the gun can range from two to four hundred dollars depending on you know how advanced you want to be with that right but, um, right you know that's kind of a you know a range. Well, Armin, I know you research this stuff, so maybe you could offer some, I don't know, some key things to keep in mind while you're trying to use these devices, because you definitely don't want to injure yourself uh, if you're doing something the wrong way. You know, a lot of us guys, we don't like to read instructions. We just, (laughs) right, we start doing it. So is there anything that you, (laughs) so is there anything that you can offer there? Yeah. So in a nutshell, for me and my perspective, after doing things, you know, the wrong way in the beginning, I definitely <laughs> want to be warmed up. Okay. When you're warmed up, you're going to get much more effect from it. So that's first and foremost. Now, if the meteor does heat up, so that would be an exception. All right. Um, then you need to hold, when you find a hot spot, mm-hmm. instead of just rolling back and forth on that hot spot, you want to hold it to help press out the knot. And so the holding part is typically... 25 to 30 seconds is your minimum okay uh, and then once the once it releases you, you'll you'll notice there'll be other spots so you just kind of keep rolling till you find your spots but hold it for that period of time yeah you're going to break into heavy sweat but it's also going to work really well so don't just go rolling back and forth and expect it to solve your problem <laughs> definitely be and, warmed uh, up is the key though right yeah and then Keep using the roller, you know, whether it's every day or every couple of days until all those hot spots are gone and you won't have to probably use it for a long time because it does clear them up pretty good long time. So uh, that's what I found um, was the most beneficial thing when I'm using it. Okay. Okay. Um, We're starting to run out of time here. Any final thoughts or information you have for us? Well, yeah, in my opinion, it's a good idea to learn as much as, uh, as you can on the different devices that are out there and what you're trying to get the quickest and the best relief from mm-hmm. because they're all good but you know so it's also a budget thing all right and so if, you, if you're on a budget probably just want to start with a roller learn the fundamentals of it um and typically you don't even have to buy one you can find them in most of the gyms if you're training at a gym most of them have them these days so use don't even have to pay for it use that once in the gym and then learn from there but you do you do want to use the videos to kind of watch a demonstration because that's just going to save you a lot of headache in my gotcha. <laughs> well as always a lot of great information and you know just as a reminder to our audience any questions suggestions that you have for topics for a show 
Yeah. We want to hear them, but we're also going to be adding a segment in the second half of every show here coming up soon of Mm -hmm. questions from you. Whatever you want to ask about Vince, about Armin, about NSP, about a supplement, anything. It's wide open. It's a Q&A session, and we want your questions. So make sure you get them into us. You can, like I said, scan the QR codes and contact us that way. You mm-hmm. can comment on YouTube or email support at nspnutrition.com. But get those questions in, and we'll make sure that we acknowledge every question with who asked that question. So uh, yep. we'd look forward to that. And uh, it's going to be a great new addition to the show. All yep. right. Stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. And Armin and I will be right back. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. I'm Frank Mills. And before we get into the second segment, I don't know if you guys have heard about this product. I did not know about it. I was educated about it actually this week. NSP Nutrition offers Sleep Shred. That's the name of the product. And Armin, this one caught me off guard uh, when you told me about it. I was pretty excited. So why don't you let everybody know what Sleep Shred does for you? Yeah, so the the Sleep Shred products, the benefits of it are it's an amino acid complex that uh, ornithine, arginine, and these types of uh, aminos that can help with growth hormone release, okay? And then there's there's other aminos in there that can help with your sleep level. But with growth hormone release and these other aminos that are included in it, uh, it does help with uh, burning fat. So as long as your insulin levels are down, then you got a good chance of burning some fat while you're sleeping. So if you if you want to try it, give it a shot. I think you'll think you'll be happy with what happens. Absolutely, it's uh, available right now on nspnutrition.com. All right, yeah, Armin. So what we need to know about taking zinc, um, you know, most people are thinking, well, if I'm getting sick, it's going to help me get fast healed, right? You're going to get healed faster. I'm going to feel better faster, but. Yeah. There's probably more to that. So what do we need to know about zinc, Armin? All right. So zinc is a, it's a nutrient that's found throughout the entire body. Um, it helps your immune system. Uh, it does help with the cold in the sense it helps keep the virus from replicating, but it also helps with metabolism function. And then it also is a building block for testosterone. So that's another important reason to be taking zinc. Um, but on another note, it, it does help with wound healing, treating colds, like we mentioned before, blood clotting, thyroid function, which is important, especially if you're trying to burn fat, and sense of taste and smell, along with being, the, like I mentioned before, the building block for testosterone. So it's got, it's got a lot of good features. Now, the best food sources for this are going to be like chicken, red meat, uh, oysters, fortified breakfast cereals, which I don't recommend those at all, but right. they do put the zinc in there because of the benefits of it. So, hmm. interesting, um, interesting, interesting. So I didn't realize how important it was. Um, can you help supplement it? Yeah. So this is something kind of, I highly recommend it for keeping your natural testosterone levels up. Uh, cause if you don't get enough of the, of the foods we talked about, um, and it can, it cannot be there when you need it as a building block for testosterone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it's and it's also great to help stop a cold in its tracks. Uh, and we're going to talk about you know how much things you need to take and that kind of thing. But uh, it's got great benefits to it. So it's something that I think that uh, and I've been experimenting for quite a number of years, and I highly recommend it. You know, had taken some zinc to make sure you're getting the the proper amount. Well, the thing that you caught me with uh, earlier was zinc making testosterone or helping make testosterone. I don't know if anybody else caught that. That was the first thing I heard. So um, is it important for it? Yeah. So like zinc is, you know, again, it's a key mineral that cells use to metabolize nutrients. So you're going to need that to get things done. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's going to help with the immune function, the DNA and protein function. You need these enzymes to help with the building blocks of, of testosterone. And then the mm-hmm. cell division are all related to the zinc levels in your body. So, you know, if you don't have enough, then that can over time create challenges. If you have plenty of it, then you know you're going to be getting the right result. So, and it's and it's important to produce testosterone so that your, your levels of zinc are going to, uh, you know, it's not going to affect things. Because if you don't get enough, one of the side effects that some people can, you know, some guys can experience is erectile dysfunction because mm-hmm. they don't have enough. It's one of the, the funny things about eating oysters you know, oysters have a lot of zinc. And so people talk about their libido will increase by eating oysters, kind of a funny thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it is very effective, you know, for that. So it, it because that helps with, you know, your sexual arousal and maintaining erection, that kind of stuff. And I mean, who didn't want, who didn't want more of that? I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. So anyways, <laughs> so Getting back to the whole sickness thing, um, yeah. how, how does zinc affect having a cold? So what zinc does, and, and the reason you want to take it in those short burst periods when you have a cold, especially early on, is it keeps the virus from replicating, okay? And so typically taking some zinc every three hours can keep that virus continue to replicate. So then it just shuts it down. And so you can stop the duration of your colds really well. And so instead of a cold lasting you a week to two weeks and getting bronchitis from drainage and all that, you can knock it out in two or three days if you catch it early enough. And so uh, that's that's the thing. It's important. Now, we'll say this, though. They're on taking zinc. They have all kinds of stuff over the counter in in your um, different grocery stores and Mm -hmm. those kind of stores. But um, they don't really recommend taking the spray because if you take the spray and the uh, the nozzle the, the nasal spray, yeah. they don't recommend that because what I was checking on is it does affect your sense of smell over time. So you can use the other forms of zinc, but don't they don't really recommend the nasal spray. And you'll see that out there. So just kind of keep that in mind when you're gonna if you're getting ready to, if you feel like you're fighting a cold, you're gonna take some probably do the lozenge or you know, the spray in the mouth and the tongue, those kind of things. Right. Well, obviously it's important, um, you know, to have zinc in your body, in your system and supplement it. But if you are going to supplement it, what do people need to know, Armin? Yeah. So that's another good point. And I had to learn this as well. When you're taking zinc, your maximum dosage per day is 50 milligrams. And so, because if you get too much zinc built in your system, then it starts affecting your copper levels, which is, you know, it's not, it's not going to be good. So, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it can build up in your system. So it's, it's considered also a heavy metal. So hmm. you don't want to have an excessive amount of heavy metals. And I also had my zinc level checked and it was high. So what I had to do is 
take uh, you take two milligrams of copper every day to help bring that zinc back into the line. Now it wasn't too over the top, but it was getting there. So I was glad I had to, I had the heavy metals test done because I you know I'm taking plenty of zinc that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. now I just got to balance it out so it stays in, in the right zone. Now another thing is when you get too much zinc, it's, it can lower your immune your immune system. Uh, it affects your HDL cholesterol level. Uh, again, it suppresses copper, uh, mm-hmm. which isn't good. And it also affects your iron absorption. So that's if you get too much zinc. So that's that's the things that people need to understand. Like everything has a balance and there's a point of diminishing returns. So your maximum dose should be no more than 50 milligrams um, just to be safe. Okay. Well, that's um, still a lot of great information. If you are taking zinc, right now and you're not sure if it's enough for you or maybe you you know don't know but i guess the thing i'm asking is how would you know if you're getting too much zinc let me ask you that all right well these are things that i've kind of learned okay first and foremost the best way to <laughs> okay. best way to know is to have a heavy metals test done and you okay. will know because i did that okay now some of the side effects would be which i had in the past is you know diarrhea Okay. Some unusual stomach pain. I had very little of that, but I did have the diarrhea. Um, you can get you can get nauseous from it, and it can and it can cause you to vomit, loss of appetite, and some headaches. So wow. those are the, the more classic ones, if that were to be the case. But most people aren't going to be be able to connect that in most cases. I was mm-hmm. able to because I knew I was taking the maximum dose. Um, so that's when I decided to have the heavy metals test done, and so uh, I was getting close to you know being what you would call toxic okay but then i wasn't but now that i had the test done i know where i'm at so i'm in good, mm-hmm. good shape now and so anyways i'm good to go <laughs> so again if somebody has high levels of zinc uh you had mentioned you took copper is that right yeah your typical copper dose is two milligrams a day and okay. so then i mean obviously you can just cut back in your zinc intake as well true but it does build up in the system so mm-hmm. like for me, it was kind of built up in the system. So I just started doing the two milligrams of copper every day. And I have cut down my zinc to just five days a week. Uh, Interesting. It, you know, it does help with your training. Okay. Um, but the more extreme, if you had it, you know, like in some people, if it was close to toxic level, mm-hmm. then you'd want to do a chelation, which is a strategy where you take a drug that binds with the, the zinc and then you excrete it through your urine. So chelation is one of the other ways to, you know, do something really rapid to to lower it down. That's okay. kind of that's kind of unusual. But if somebody had it and it was at a toxic level, that's what they'd want to do. Well, <laughs> as we wrap up uh, the segment here, any final thoughts? Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, you know, zinc is critical. So you want to make sure you're getting some to make to keep making your gains and keep building testosterone and overall body function. Um, but it, you need to be a balance. Uh, so that's the other thing. It's important. And uh, lastly, I just want to say, like the alpha male, which I take, that mm-hmm. has 50 milligrams of zinc in it. So if you don't, su- you don't want to su- supplement any additional zinc if you're taking the alpha male because you have all you need with that particular product, and that's why it's a great okay. product. And then the T, t- so you don't want to combine that with the T Boost Pro because the T Boost Pro has 30 milligrams of zinc. So as you can tell, zinc is important for helping to boost, uh, you know your testosterone levels. So don't take them together is what I wanted to say on that. So mm-hmm. other than that, 
you know, if, if you are taking them together, then you definitely need to be supplementing copper. Um, and I wouldn't take it seven days a week. I, I'd c- cut it back to, you know, three to five days a week and keep taking that copper every day. So just, uh, you know, FYI. <laughs> well, Armin, as always, great information, uh, a lot of great content today. Now, we want to keep providing that great content, but as I suggested earlier, we want your help. Any questions, yeah. topics that you want us to cover, that's great. Yeah. But we're adding a whole new segment of just answering your questions. So yep. please get them into us. Uh, again, you can scan the QR codes above us, or you can comment in YouTube. Armin reviews that very often, or email at support at nspnutrition.com. Make sure you include your name. We'll include your name, read off that it's your question, your comment, and include you in the show. We look forward to doing that. And, you know, Armin, without uh, our audience, it continues to grow, and we really appreciate them. Oh, yeah. yeah we, yes, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. That's it for the show today. Join Armin and I next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.